0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Arconomics Weekly podcast. It's the 17th of February, and I'm joined today by Solomon Nevins, Asim Kadri, and Nathan Sweeney. Nathan, if we start with you, we are still in the midst of the US earnings season. We've had quite an interesting um, skew to the numbers from the FANG stocks this week.
1: Uh, Yeah, interesting you should mention that. If you look at the uh, traditional Fang stocks, or let's let's talk about Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, and actually Google uh, is in uh, there too. These companies account for 18% of the S&P market cap, uh, but they also account for 14% of the S&P 500 earnings. So you can see that a large proportion of the earnings is coming from these specific stocks, and when you exclude those, actually the earnings for the S&P look flat, so you can see that they're having a big impact on the earnings. Uh, coming into Q4, the expectation was that earnings will be down minus 1.6%. And as of last week, with 77% of companies reporting, earnings are actually positive 0.9%. Uh, so we're seeing some good results coming out this quarter.
0: So a boost to the market, but valuation still looking pretty rich.
1: Yeah, so that's one of the key concerns for investors, definitely valuation. So if we look at the valuation of the S&P, it's currently on 18.9 times. So it's much more expensive than it has been historically, if you look at over the last five years or 10 years. But the question for investors is, is that valuation justified because interest rates are so low?
0: You mentioned interest rates. We had commentary from the Fed last week. It seemed to be looking at the impacts of the coronavirus.
1: Uh, Yes, exactly. Everybody's talking about the coronavirus and the potential impact it can have on data from the Fed to companies. Uh, So the Fed's concerned because it could have a drag effect on growth. So if you look at China, it's obviously hugely integrated into supply chains for companies. So you may have components for the iPhone are manufactured in China, etc. and any slope on that is going to slow up manufacturing and sales, et cetera. So even if we look at corporates and earnings, companies are talking about coronavirus and the potential impact it could have. And if we look at the companies within earnings call that mentioned coronavirus, On average, they have about 7% exposure to China. So there is a concern there. The longer it lasts, the bigger the impact it'll have. But we don't know what that looks like just yet. Time will tell.
0: But the Fed sounding as if they will be supportive. Exactly. Um, On that coronavirus theme, Asim, um, it seemed to be quite a big leap in numbers this week.
2: Yeah, so with regards to coronavirus, the main talking point over the week was the sharp rising cases we saw on Thursday which was due to a change in methodology for how officials are counting cases. So really this is likely to be a one-off adjustment and all in all the rate of new confirmed infections is still moderating and that has continued to drive the risk on environment in markets as equity markets in China and in Asia more broadly have continued to rally.
0: And we've noticed seen quite a supportive move from the People's Bank of China.
2: Yeah, so generally speaking government measures continue to be supportive and they are being implemented at both the regional and the country level in China. So as you mentioned, overnight we saw further monetary easing with the People's Bank of China cutting its medium-term lending facility rate by 10 basis points, which was largely expected. More easing and further stimulus in order to try and restart economic activity is expected. And that's definitely proven a tailwind for markets in the region at the moment.
0: And you've seen quite a recovery in Chinese stock markets.
2: Yeah, so we've seen uh, a fair bit of recovery already. but there is definitely scope of further upside due to the actions of the authorities in China.
0: And we've seen some upside in the oil price last week so.
2: Absolutely, so oil
3: broke a six-week run of losses to uh, deliver positive performance of five percent and this was really centred around the um, improved sentiment on the coronavirus and the um, Chinese stimulus because the fundamental picture for oil still looks pretty bleak so During the course of the week, the Paris-based International Energy Agency um, updated their projections and now believe that oil demand globally for the first quarter of the year will be 1.3 million barrels per day lower than they thought it was going to be a month ago.
0: So on the supply side, how does that work?
3: So the supply side um, is the potential for some support coming here. So OPEC plus Russia meets on the 5th of March in Vienna. And there's expectations now that Russia will support OPEC's plans for further cuts to supply.
0: So continued firmness in the oil price short term at least?
3: Potentially. If you continue to see a fall in the coronavirus um, infection rate um, and additional measures of support or indications of support from central banks, then that will set the scene for a recovery in oil prices. As we're towards the lower end of the range, that oil was traded in over the past few years
0: gold price was actually quite firm as well, which is interesting. Yeah, that
3: was quite unusual. Um, bonds were quite weak over the course of last week. And generally, that's not a good backdrop for gold, as it's in this part of risk of assets. However, perspective position in gold continues to be very elevated um, near decade high levels. So that is allowing gold to be quite resilient in this backdrop where risk appetite is generally improved.
0: So an interesting week ahead. We'll see how things develop on the coronavirus front. Any particular data to stand out for you, Sol?
3: I think the one to watch out for is on Friday we get Euro area and US PMI data. So this will really be the first indicator of how coronavirus is impacting business activity, both on the services and the manufacturing side. Surprisingly, the market consensus forecast for February PMIs, that they're going to be in line with January's prints, which I think sets the scene for potential disappointment, given they don't seem to be factoring in the coronavirus
0: impact at all. Could indeed. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.